I discovered I had ADN. That's a vascular necrosis. I'm grateful that what happened happened. I'm, I'm, I'm not going back in time to change anything. <laughs> I was driving a car. My parents not having a car. Hi, welcome to another episode of The Healthy Alien, a podcast that shares stories of individuals' journey to health and wholeness with you through me. My name is Glory Joseph and I am delighted to have you back in the lounge. In this episode, my guest is the author of two best-selling books, the first, Rate Your Pain, the second, Northwest. She is also the founder of Okay Sickle Cell Foundation, an NGO that creates awareness towards sickle cell free Nigeria in secondary schools, organizations, and institutions. She is the delectable barrister Onoba Sitawo. In this episode, which was recorded via a call, she shares invaluable insights and we created something special for you. We hope you find it as you listen. Do not forget to subscribe. Good evening, mom. Good evening. I'm here. Oh my God. It's so beautiful to finally hear from you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. Oh. Thank you for having me. Thank you too. It should have been a hug you were meeting physically and then it would right? be such a long <laughs> hug. <laughs> right. It's still fun here. I, I, I see all the hawk when I see you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I am still taking it. <laughs> all right. Okay, Mom, so the first thing I want to get right is the pronunciation of your name. <laughs> okay. I get that uh, often. My name is, like, my first name is Ono Obasi. But you can oh. just call me Ono. Oh. Yes. So, so it's one name. Like, yeah. Okay. It's, it's one name. Ono hyphen Obasi. That's one okay. name, meaning God's goodness. Oh. And then there's Tao. Tao is the surname. Every single time I've called your name in my head, I have never called you right. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. That's right. At least now you know. Yes, yes, yes. And it's yeah. such a beautiful name. I, I thought it was the same thing as and when you said Onobasi, I thought I got it right, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes, ah, glory to Jesus. Okay, I thought <laughs> um I thought it's the same thing as a nobacy, that is gift of God, the ethics and individual version of yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of translates to the same thing, but okay. I think theirs is abasti. Instead of yes, the yes, O yeah. Nobasi, this A. Yeah. And then yeah. there's one S. We are still Nigerians at the end of the day. I guess, I guess. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, in this conversation, Mom, we'll be exploring a health-defining moment you have had. So I'd love to ask if you have any already in mind that you'd love to share today. Yeah, I have. I do. Okay. Okay, so which would you love to share with us today? 
Um, okay, um, I would like to share um, the moment I discovered I had ADN, that's a vascular necrosis as wow. a complication of sickle cell disorder. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Oh my God. So that's, that's the experience I'm going to be sharing um, today. Okay, so how did you discover? Okay, um, prior to the point where I discovered, I already, I was already aware of my uh, health status as I had sickle cell and so yeah. I, I'd adjusted, I, I knew I had sickle cell as young as eight years old. So wow. my life had been regimented already. You can do this, you can't do this. I was already aware of the rules and all. But when AVN came, you know, um, the sickle cell crisis comes and then it comes with pain and then the pain stays for a while and then it goes away after a few medications and all. But then when this pain came, I thought it was the regular sickle cell crisis. This was sometime, I was still a teenager, between 17 mm -hmm. and 18 at the time. A mm -hmm. uh, painful crisis that will not go away, just ones that will stay necessary. But yeah. one week, especially as a result of the fact that I was recovering from a very serious um, breakdown, so I was like, okay, this one is taking longer than necessary. Let me give it time. One week led to two weeks, three weeks. And then I could not even use my leg as, like I began walking for me. My parents said, okay, we need to see um, an orthopedic surgeon. Okay. So we traveled. We actually left Cross River State to Benue State at the time to see the doctor mm -hmm. i wasn't prepared for what i had <laughs> so wow. when we got there i taken the x-ray before seeing the doctor i'm getting to the doctor's office and i think i captured this story in my book reach your pain mm -hmm. it would be nice if you go through it but then i was not prepared for what the doctor had to say and he was saying it in a hurry because there were other people waiting for him outside and then he had been seeing a lot of persons so I understood that he was tired already. So he was just treating it like, okay, it's one of uh, just another case that has to just be done and done with. But he did not know the implication that that was having on me. Yeah. He, I was having, um, he made us understand that, okay, um, this is a vascular necrosis. Why didn't yeah. you guys come in time? If you had come in oh time, God. probably would have had drugs to give her, she would take and the and the stuff will go away, the pain will go away and she'll be all right. But at the point it is now, she needs to have a surgery and then he already booked us for surgery the next week. Wow. And then he was like, um, what are the options for the surgery? There were like three options and all of them, the outcome were not good. One option was that I would, after after the surgery, every 10 years, I'll have to redo a new surgery. And oh then God. another option was that 
um, it doesn't matter that they have done the surgery. I still have to take medication to avoid um, pains on the site, on the surgery site. And then I'm okay. like, ah, in my mind, not like to the doctor, in my mind, I was like, if I'm going to do the surgery, why do I have to yeah. still take medication for pain? Yeah. And the options were terrible. And then we left. He already admitted us for next week to do the surgery and everything. When we left the doctor's office, I was already crying. It was bad enough. I had to deal with sickle cell. And then now this. And he also made, I think the third option was that I, I was going, no, this was not the third option. That whatsoever option that I choose, regardless of the option, after yeah. the surgery, I'll have to walk with one shoe higher than the other because my limbs are not going to be equal again. So I was pained. I started crying. I was like, it's, it's bad enough. I have to deal with one issue and then dealing with this other one. My parents were at the loss of, of what to do either, also rather. So they said, okay, the decision is in your hand. Anything you decide, now it's not a question of money. Anything you decide, we, we will do. So, um, I wasn't ready to alter my life uh, as much as the doctor had made me understand that uh, what the options of the surgery was going to take. So, I told them I wasn't going to do the surgery. I'll just live with the pain because from what the doctor was saying, it's like living with the pain as, as I was at the time was better than going through those options he had given me. So I like like right from the hospital, I decided I was going to live with the pain like that. I decided I was going to to live as if the pain did not exist, numb the pain, and then just go through life like nothing was wrong with me. So I think that's a, a, a health defining moment of my life. Okay. Up until twenty twenty when I discovered I could have a complication-free surgery. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is the part where if we are eating physically, I get to hug you several more times. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm excited about this. Yeah, me too. Ah. I'm sorry you had to go through all of that. Um, yeah. Well, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm glad to hear. So we're going to be exploring how this affected your mindset about finances. Okay. Yeah. So did this make you think in terms of spend because life is short or save because emergencies can occur at any time? or a little of both of them, or none at all? Well, um, I would not define it, um, define how I spend my finances in any of these areas that you have mentioned, because um, okay. first off, I was still a teenager. I was still receiving okay. monies from my parents, right? Okay. Like I said, I was 17, 18 at the time. I was not even in the university. It was after that incident. I think a few months after that incident, I got into the university. So um, 
I still depended on my parents a lot for money. So when this money came, it's like there was it had already been slated for stuff that I needed to do with it. So okay. I did not I did not like particularly let the health issue influence influence how I spend my money. So if this money is coming for this month, if I'm getting money for the month, I know that I'm yeah. keeping some parts for school, for books that I need to buy, for photocopies mm-hmm. and stuff. I know that I have to reserve some um, for emergencies. This is something I mm-hmm. dealt over time, not just mm-hmm. because of the the crisis that had just begun, just, but because yeah. it's something that I know that crisis can come come up anytime. So I have to be available with something. So it, you know, I will not say this affected my finances. Like I said earlier. I, yeah. I already I zeroed my mind that this is like the AVN is not a problem. I'm not going to consider it as a problem. I'm not going to view it as a problem. And that's, yeah. I just went through life like, like the pain was not there. At some point, if somebody asks me, why are you working like that? Is something paining you? I have to think if something is paining me first before answering. So, wow. like, I just closed my mind. Yeah. It is the pain. Yeah. So. No, it did not affect my finance. I just went on with life like nothing. That's a very beautiful perspective to this. <laughs> when you say you you sometimes had to think again if you had pain. I mean that's really Yeah. <laughs> wow. A whole new yeah. perspective to this. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So I'd love to know how it affected your relationships with your friends and family members. Okay. Um, it did affect my relationship with friends and family. First of um, sickle cell coupled with the fact that I'm working funny, like working with the limp, kind of made me uh, a little more introverted than I should. I should okay. usually, I should normally have been. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I think I'm liking it now anyway. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> so um, I, I'm introverted. I think I normally would have been introverted, but this, this contributed to making me introverted. And then family, my relationship with family, especially my immediate um family it did not so yeah. affect it because i had their support and then i knew i could always count on their support when i needed it but when it came to friends and other extended family relatives i try as as much as possible not to let let this stand in, in the way of our relationship so yeah. um somebody doesn't get to complain that oh because she's working like this that is why she cannot do this or she because she's okay, okay. She's, okay. Uh, she has um, this problem that is why she cannot tidy the house i i i didn't let that get in the way so i will not say it affected uh, my relationship with family or friends but like okay for example friends when we needed to go out and stuff like that I would always be the one to say, okay, um, to be excused. 
because I needed to rest or because I needed to do mm. one thing or the other. So I was not so outgoing. That's that's how, mm. how much I'll say it affected um, my relationship with friends and family. And then a lot of things I would have loved to do, like to swim, to to oh, go mountain yeah. hikes. <laughs> like wow. I, I, I couldn't do all of that. <laughs> so I just... But I, I just act like, well, not everybody knows how to swim. And then it's not because they have the issues that I'm having. So yeah, it's definitely. Fine. Yeah. Just speak to one. Who <laughs> doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have I have had it in my bucket list for the past how many years. I but at least you know how to ride a bicycle, right? Do you know um, how to ride a bicycle? I did, I did when I was a child. And then... Yeah. I stopped. Well, I, I would I love to. Start. <laughs> oh. and, and yes, again, there was another. And that was the time when uh, I just diagnosed. And my mom said, no, it's going to cause a lot of strain on your leg. Yeah. You're going to be paddling the machine every now and then. Just rest. I wish I didn't wow. listen to her. <laughs> but, I wish but I you said you learn right now, I guess. Well, I know I have a lot of stuff choked up. Yeah, yeah, I can hear and there. It's finding the time to do the things that I like. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. At least we're grateful for the so miracle that it's a possibility now. And when you can, yeah. if you, yes, you could actually. Yes, uh, now a matter of time. Just a matter yeah. of time now. I can do the things, <laughs> all the things I wanted to do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, if you could go back to that moment when you received the diagnosis, is there anything yeah. you would not change about looking now at the fact that you've had the corrective surgery without complications? Is there anything yes. you would not change about that moment? I would not change or I would change. No, you would not change. Is, you would not change. Is there anything I would not change? It's, it's confusing. <laughs> okay, okay, let me ask it. Let me rephrase it. I'm asking, is yes. there anything that you look back on right now and you're grateful that it happened and it was an integral part of that moment of your life. And even if you had to do things over again, you would not want to change this particular thing. Is there anything like that? It's fine if there's nothing like that. Well, I... I'm... Well, I don't know what I'll do, but from the point where I'm sitting, I don't think I would change anything that happened that time. Because um, there's a reason. When I got diagnosed in 2020, yeah, and then the doctor told me I could have a complication-free surgery. Of yeah. course, I asked him. I asked him, why did the doctors then tell me this and this and this? Yeah, he was like, okay. Um, he showed that at the time, that was like 12, 13 years ago. He showed yeah. that at the time that the surgery that he was going to perform on me was already um 
was already um, in place, but he did not know what the doctors had in mind, giving me all those options. So I'm glad I did not do the surgery because um, people that I know that are, that went through the surgery at that time in that hospital, first off, I know they are working with their shoes, one higher than the other. And then the point is like, why do you have to go through the surgery if you're going to go through like double or triple the pain that was there in the first place? And then some of them can't even use their legs again. So um, I'm grateful that what happened happened, even though um, like the doctors uh, that operated on me last year uh, um, made me understand. Because I've worked with the limb for a very long time, it's yeah. going to take a while for me to stop working with the limb, even when my limbs are equal now. So like I'll go for a checkup and then they'll be like, Why are you spoiling our work? Work normally. Um, and I'm like, I can't I am here to see you because of the way I'm still working. Like, I'm all right. Why am I still working like this? Like there's no pain and everything. Yeah. I was like, it's going to take a while because you're your mind has adjusted to the fact that that's yeah. the way you work yeah. and then your muscles still need a lot of healing yeah. so yeah that's the only disadvantage because it took that period of time and then it's taking me longer time to recover fully like to work normally again yeah but then otherwise i would not change anything because if i'd gone through that um that procedure at the time, like 12 years ago, I remember the doctor saying it was going to cost 50, about 50,000. I still remember that amount in my head. But in as of 2020, the surgery cost over, <laughs> over 2 million. Naira. Wow. So um, that's, that's a lot. That's a, a whole lot of difference. So yeah. um, if imagine the quality of a 50,000 Naira surgery yeah yes yes i i i, I can totally relate to this. yeah so yeah. so i'm grateful that what happened happened I'm, I'm i'm not going back in time to change anything i'm just grateful that whatever happened happened the way it did and i'm glad i did not do the surgery at the time thank you very yeah. much for sharing you know, the reason I explored that question is because for a lot of persons, when they find themselves in situations at certain times, they they are held back because they feel like maybe if I'm somewhere else at another point in my life, say five years from now, I would look back on this moment and I'll regret it. And most people do not take decisions because they feel like I don't want to have to regret what I did at this moment. So they're not sure if it's the right thing to do. So I like to explore the option of, is there anything you would have loved to change? And is there anything you would not do differently about the moment, looking back on that? And thank you very much for giving a unique perspective to the question. I'm grateful. You're welcome. Did this moment, did this moment in any way affect your believing God? Um, yes, but uh, I would say positively. Okay. Um, and normally, with every, like I said earlier, um, before this problem was diagnosed, I had actually, I was actually admitted in, 
in Madonna University. In, I was actually in a private university. Okay. Only one semester I'd spent. In fact, I'd not spent the full semester. Then I broke down. And the breakdown was very terrible. I did not know that I was even in a coma until I woke up and found my mom by my side wow. in like in the school facility. And then wow. we spent another two weeks in the hospital after after uh, the coma before returning home. And then it was as a result of the crisis uh, in Madonna that this problem the AVN began. So okay. um, I was living a crisis moment. I was healing from the crisis of over a month and then yeah. coming to discover another issue with my bones. So it was something that should have totally put me out, right? So, but yeah. it was actually in that, in that moment, because as I returned home, my parents made me understand that you're not going back to Madonna University. You're too far from home. You have to to write your exams again and go to a university where we can we can easily reach you. We can easily monitor you. So I was healing. I was studying for jam again, and then this problem arose. So um, <laughs> my healing process for the first round of trouble like from the Madonna University trouble yeah. was yeah. was by the grace of God that I got through it and that was that was the point where my faith in God was like was like built personally like I got to knew uh, to know God for myself wow by myself and all of that and then I got gone through one troubles and then I was getting into the next one it was very easy it was the point where it was easy for for me to just lose feelings like god are you are you really involved in my life like i'm living one trouble and i'm thinking i'm okay and i'm getting into the next one yeah but like i said when i left that hospital i decided in my head that my healing was going to come one way or the other whether god decided to heal me or, or he refused to heal me i was going to send him to go through life like this was actually not the problem so Instead of it to break me down, I think it, it strengthened my faith in God. It helped me have a po positive perspective about life, have a positive image about who God is. Because if I had to receive anything from Him, I had to keep on believing. So um, that's that's the aspects. That's that's how much my experience strengthened um, my faith and work with God. Wow, this is so beautiful to hear. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so did it affect any other aspects of your life that we have not explored? Um, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, okay, yes. Um, um, as a fresher, well, I eventually got admission because, like, uh i said earlier i was i was at the point in my life where okay you're not going back to madina university you have to write exams and then you have to gain admission to university of calabar okay. so i was believing god for a lot of things so that was just another thing added to the list 
of things I was believing God for. I was believing God for admission to Unical on merit basis, right? Yeah. And that admission came. Great. <laughs> yeah, I got admission to Unical on merit, on merit, <laughs> like strictly merit. Uh, that was like really exciting for me. So yeah. now starting the university as a freshman, it was quite tough um, running from one, you know how it is now in Unica, one yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> class to the other, elementary <laughs> classes. Yeah, and then, yeah. then it was not, it's, it's not even as we have it now that you have shuttles, you have buses ready yeah. and waiting. The shuttles were very few. And then if you miss them, that's it for the day. So sometimes I'll come to school, I have to trek from main gate mm-hmm. to Pavdi. And oh my, my leg, oh dear. And before I even get there, the lecture is 10 minutes to the end. I'm like, why, wow. why am I stressing? And then I will now return home and then I'll have a crisis as a result of, of the thing. Oh my God. Of, of the stress and everything. So um, that's where um, my parents now decided that, okay, I needed a car. So oh. I'm grateful for their support. Like from my first year to my final year, I used a car. So wow. I drove in school. And then a lot of people uh, kind of misunderstood. And like, oh, she's, she's from a rich home. That's why she's uh, uh, she's driving a Mercedes Benz. But funny enough, my parents did not have a car of their own at the time. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I was driving a car. My parents did not have a car. So... Uh, that's how how supportive they were of me. God bless I'm grateful them. for that Thank you so much for sharing all of this. And your parents are superstars. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> wow. This has been a very amazing conversation. Thank you so much for sharing as much as you have. And I have been planning, it has been part of the things I had in mind to do to get your book, Create Your Pain, and your second book, Not West. But I have not been able to. I am hopeful. I am very hopeful, very hopeful that I will get to both of them this year. I intend to. Yeah, you, I intend you, you should know what Northwest is about, right? Northwest is about the experience, my surgical experience. This yes, I yes, I, yeah. yes. I followed the story when you were sharing excerpts from it. Yeah. And I was looking yeah. forward to being part of the physical launch, but then I had exams and other things came up and I was not able to make it. But okay, I intend to catch up on all of that this year. All right, I'll be waiting. And I, I should use this opportunity to say to that you're doing a very amazing job with Okaris. I, I don't know if I got it right. Okaris. Okes. Okay. Like it's pronounced as, as if it's just O and K. Okay. Okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. We're pronouncing it all wrong in my head too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a very beautiful work you do. The content is really Thank amazing. You. At every opportunity I see, I always share because it is so beautiful, the work that you're doing. Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Thank you, too, for your time.
Thank you for listening in on today's episode. It's a delight to have you in the family. And if you're not, you could belong by simply subscribing. And share this link with a friend who you would really love to listen in. Just one friend. And until I come your way next time, never forget that you are alien because in a world of chaos, you choose to see peace, health, and wholeness. Thank you.